This is the Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Let's go nuts! It's Jimmy Nuts! Five out of the door! With your host, Mark Martinez. Because I'm the Mark. And I'm awesome! The Guru. Today I'm going to break it down for all you simpleton sweat hogs listening out there in Can Crusher Nation. I don't mean to come out here week after week and toot my own horn, but toot, toot. And the English Professor. It is I, the English Professor from the County of Kings, speaking the English of the Queen. Hey, this is former WWE superstar Duke, the Dumpster Drossy, and you are listening to the Can Crushers Podcast. And welcome to Can Crushers. A great show is upon you as we have no outline where we're going to go. And joining me today in studio is the glorious one, the glorious guru, Mr. Chad Piranha. Hey, it's a two-man power show today. Yeah, John, the professor is going to be visiting with family. Yeah, um, I'm going to make major reference to that. Yep. And so, you know, we understand that, you know, family, there ain't anything more important than family, period. Um, this show, uh, you're saying this is going to be a great show. I don't know. This is going to be a clusterfuck. That's what I mean. This, this Overall, that's what I mean. A great, with the quotations around it. This this is going to be as bad as a morning shit after you ate too many taco you know, tacos the <laughs> no. night before. Um, no notes. Not a None. note to be found. So, um, really no segments. It's just going to be... So, let's talk about the English Professor. Uh, our very first sponsor to Can Crusher's Wrestling Podcast. Three years ago, uh, Mr. Dom Padalano is making a move to Texas. So, he is down visiting John and his family today, and they're going to say their goodbyes as Dom's um, moving on to future endeavors. Um, I know what he's doing. I don't know if he wants it completely out yet. He's moving to Texas for something that's really cool for him, going back to his roots. Um, Dom listens every week. I know he does. uh, Not to listen to his brother, for sure. To listen to me and you. So... That's that. That's where we're at. Um, Dom, we love you. Um, best of intentions for you. Uh, I hope to see you prior to the move, um, which is uh, within a couple days. So, best of luck. I know I'm going to see you because it's already in the works, but we have to keep a kayfabe on here. Um, <laughs> moving to Texas. You've been to Texas, right? Yeah, I was there for about three and a half years in Abilene at uh, Dice Air Force Base. Um, that's a uh, mixed bag of nuts was Texas. Uh, Brazil you, nuts? You peanuts? Got, uh, yeah, every nut. Uh, there's a lot of nuts down there in Texas. Um, Great. The Von Erics. The Von Erics. Uh, there's everything down there. Um, it was... Obviously, the warm weather. Uh, we've seen what could happen down there this past year with the ice storm. Um, yeah, they got half an inch of snow and shut the state down. Yeah, fucking crippled the state. Um, Dom, don't 
don't buy your electricity in grids. Um, <laughs> or otherwise, you're going to be getting a $20,000 electric bill, and there's nothing you can legally do about it. Um, Texas was, you, you got to find things to do down there. Um, it's not as easy. You know, there's all kinds of things to find no matter what. Um, definitely warmer weather. Um, it is what it is. It is, it is what it is. I, I can't say when I got the orders to move from Virginia, which was my favorite place, down to Texas, I was You didn't like, like Greenland? <sighs> we'll fucking get into that again at some point. Um, I wasn't overly happy about going to Texas uh, because I'm not a fan of hot weather. and But I got there, and, you know, you find things to do. Is it as pretty as up north and the trees and the mountains and you know, uh, more comfortable oxygen level in the air, uh, stuff like that. No, but it's got its, you know, really great points. Uh, I was able to... Cowboys, is that a great point? I got to see their stadium blown up, if that counts. That's actually pretty cool. I was was bummed that I was scheduled sidebar, because this show is going to be full of sidebars. Um, I was scheduled to be in Pittsburgh... When they blew up Three Rivers, and then something happened, uh, I want to say with either like mom sickness or something like that, that I could being scheduled like I was going down to watch it. I they didn't call me and say, "Hey, Mark, Three Rivers is blowing up." I wanted to go watch it. Um, I think mom got sick or something like that. That uh, we were at the hospital all day, so I didn't make it down to watch Three Rivers. I'd love to see a stadium being blown up. It was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I I was kind of chiding. You know, I wasn't with my better half at that time. Your better half, yeah, much better half. Um, we'll get on that. I wasn't with half. I wasn't with Sue at that time, so I was just kind of chiding the you know Cowboys fans. Um, I won tickets to a Thanksgiving Day game, um, which is a football cool. game. And of all teams that Dallas was playing, they were playing my favorite team, the Denver Broncos. Well, these tickets turned into they gave they gave the wrong tickets to the wrong station, and they're like, "We have these tickets. We don't think you're going to have a problem with them." They were fifth row, fifty yard line tickets. Not bad seats, then. Yeah, not bad seats. I could literally see the locks of hair and strands of hair of the sideline people, the the players and stuff like that. So it was fun. Um, you know, the best memory I got to say is uh, everybody knows my mom passed away um, in 2012. Well, when I was down in Texas, mom had always wanted to come to Texas, see the Alamo, um, her favorite flower was the yellow rose of Texas, everything like that. Well, I ended up having to have shoulder surgery. Um, I tore, tore my labrum completely in half. Um, five pins, six pins in my shoulder and three plates. And mom's like, you know, I'll come down kind of help you out. And that. I think it was more to get away with my, away from my dad at that point, <laughs> but um, she come down and after I kind of had my mobility back a little bit, took her on a weekend 
uh, thing down to San Antonio, and she got to see all this stuff and everything. And that was one of the, that was basically the last real huge thing mom did. Uh, and she always talked about it. She was always happy from, not that mom was really happy person, but, uh, she was happy when I was around. Yeah. She put on that fake thing for, you know, people outside of the family. Um, she was was, around me. She loved me. (laughs) I was like a ninth child of hers. She loved, she, she enjoyed what she loved. Yeah. She enjoyed being down there. It was something that she always wanted to do her entire life. Um, so it was, it was a good time. Texas is Texas. Uh, any place that you're at is what you make of it. You got to find things. Okay, some places really suck. Greenland. It's not fucking green. It's not. It's not. I haven't it's, been there, but I've seen It's pictures. fucking cold. I learned, when I went to the desert, I learned to appreciate Texas's heat. Okay. At night in the desert, I felt cold when it was 90 degrees. I had to have an air conditioning or a heating on at night because I was that fucking cold at 90 degrees. When I went to Missouri, I got a batter or I, I didn't care for the cold because it was a lot of ice and stuff like that. It was a frigid cold. Then I get sent to fucking Greenland, which is a whole new world of fucking hurt as far as cold. The warmest it ever got there was 42 degrees. The heat wave. But when the heat wave came in like that, you literally were so fucked up because of the turnaround in temperature. You're talking an 80-degree turnaround in temperature that you were out in 42 degrees in fucking shorts, flip-flops, and a fucking tank top, and you were comfortable. That's crazy. Uh, But, yeah, there's our round-the-world trip. Don't go to fucking Greenland expecting to see green. Go to Iceland. This all started because we're wishing Dom well wishes in Texas and his future yes, endeavors. Many, <laughs> many well wishes. Um, you know, be safe in your travels. Uh, Get your ass back to Pennsylvania so you can be on the show with us again. You've you know, been on the show once. Been on the show. We've watched. I've watched a couple of pay per views down here uh, with the family and that, and he's been here. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, if there's ever somebody to wish, you know, the best for safe travels, everything, um, somebody that deserves it, uh, deserves to have his, his dreams and aspirations and that come true. Yeah, definitely. So that's our feel good moment. Um, oh my God. So what did you do, Mr. Working Man this week? Six o'clock in the morning. To noon, one o'clock every day, prepping, Woo. getting the store go. It, it's yeah, it's a rough, <laughs> rough thing. Uh, but keep in mind, those who don't know me, I haven't worked a full time job since thirty years, two thousand sixteen. Or right, maybe not that long, um, by choice. But it's uh, it was different. Getting up in the morning wasn't too bad, but getting the store up and going, the poor store owner. The ceiling fell down in the fish area because the guy who did the work doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. Um, uh, just, you know, 
it, it was a different experience for me. We got everything up and going. Please, guys, look up Gun Guy um, in Brockway, out just outside of Brockway. Uh, we got stuff for the kids, fishing, all the fishing stuff. Guns for Of course, the kids? we have the guns. We have guns <laughs> for the kids, uh, for the smaller little tykes. Uh, a lot of stuff. It's not, not just pushing the, you know, gun area and stuff like that, but the fishing thing. Um, lot, it's good business. It's a uh, veteran-owned uh, business, as I found out. Um, guys just trying to help little guy best prices on everything that there is, period. That's cool. Um, you know, I'm not a hunter, except except on Hunter Call of the Wild. But fishing, Kel and I were actually talking about doing some as I bounce off the table. Um, Kel and I were actually talking about doing some fishing this year. And here come the dogs, by the way. Uh, so maybe we'll have to make the trek down there. To buy $10 poles. We probably got 500, 600 poles. He's selling them for $10 a piece. They're uh, there you go. fixed, That's professionally restored poles. He's just selling them. He's trying to get business, help people out in the area in these times and that. He's not selling $50, $60, $70 poles and stuff like that. Come and get a pole for $10. Bucks. Um, you know, we got the cheaper reels there and stuff like that. Uh, just trying to help everybody out. The only thing we don't have... Do you have your license, selling the license and everything already? We are not selling the license. The wonderful people who are in charge of that stuff higher up within the government want him to... Uh, go in on purchasing a $12,000 machine and he makes 50 cents per license. Not that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's all that's all these places make. Uh, 50 cents per per Not license happening. All right, so we will go to Walmart and buy our license or someplace like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to Richie Del Greco. Uh, I got some really sweet autographed pictures from him this week. Uh, Chad's jealous of my good brother's one. I did pull the trigger. Um, Kelly actually convinced me. Uh, there was a Kamala one. It was his last one, so I pulled the trigger on that for twenty bucks. That wasn't. Where am I going to get a Kamala sign? Something or other anymore. So. Uh, but also he sent me an extra added bonus, a Larry Zabisco one, and now you get my old Larry Zabisco one. It's a WWE Hall of Fame one. I got one with the Western State Heritage title. What was Larry Zabisco's ring entrance theme I have no when idea. he was single? Come on! I don't know. Hot stuff. No, no. That was Eddie Gilbert. Tina Turner, simply the best. What an ego driven motherfucker to come down to that yes. we think a lot of stuff about oh these songs are stupid or these people come down to this stuff nowadays the best. simply the best and he <coughs> it wasn't a shortened version that motherfucker strolled down there like the fucking canary to this what a dick but again bruno saw something in him yeah and look at you know look at how that went with for both of them i agree um, uh, my week, um, here comes the, the wall, the curtain. I watched two wrestling shows this week. One being Fastlane, the pay-per-view. One being AEW. I didn't get to watch NWA like I wanted to. Both shows, the pay-per-view or Power. I read about them. I have no idea what happened on Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. But we're going to stumble through this because Chad's actually the one that watched them all. But let me tell you about... Last night, Chad, um, Chad's been here for about an hour and a half prior to recording, and he's heard all this. 
I've learned a lot of stuff in this last hour and a half. So we'll throw it out to you guys. We're not going to go as deep as uh, we did. Holy Christ, Chad. Uh, had a little bit of a family dinner last night. Uh, my cousin Becky and her daughter came down and my Aunt Joanne. Uh, that turned into, you know, the family event. My aunt left. Becky stayed a little bit longer. Mark decided, all right, we're not going anywhere. We're going to play video games, play some card games, this, that, and the other. Let's open the bottle of Maker's Mark. And then let's drink it all in about two hours. And get pissed off when you finish it off. <laughs> and then get pissed off because Kelly's like, uh, you're out. Why am I out of Maker's Mark? You drank it like a goddamn fish in water. Uh, Send Chad a text this morning. Hey, um, let's push the show back about an hour. As I hit send, somebody's at the door. That's why we needed the extra hour and a half for Mark to uh, shit, drink three cups of coffee, literally get the... Let the dogs out twice. Let the dogs out Clean up poop because... Clean up poop because one went outside and then decided as I'm taking a poop, he's going to poop right beside me in the bathroom, which is awesome. At least he knows that that's where we poop. If we could eat his ass up on the toilet, that would be great. I feel better now than when you walked in. So I, I drank a bottle of Maker's Mark by myself. Well, Becky had one drink. Uh, and I mean... In a watered-down bar-type drink. But she she had to drive home, so it was very watered-down. It was, a you know, like a one-finger, not a handful, like I was poured. She did try mine. She was like, oh, that's delicious. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I don't want mine that strong, though. All right, touche. I said, come here. More for you. More for me. Um, but what a train wreck. Uh, the night ended up being. Yes, there was uh, there was some running commentary. Um, Mark and his wife that will not be discussed on the show other than this part. Uh, there was a lot of information passed around last night. Yeah, uh, apparently, I um, my son now knows my life. Yes, <laughs> and if you know me personally, you know that there's <sighs> there's some there's some stories oh, to be told. People say people say about everybody has skeletons in their closet. Not after last night, motherfuckers. He doesn't. <laughs> and I heard this this morning, and I'm just sitting here, you know, thinking, man. Um, one, I should be committed. Two, my you wife should, should be, be dead. Dead. I, my wife should have killed me. And three, I still have liquor rolling through my system. That's what it's kind of... But I didn't piss on the couch. I didn't need to be undressed last night. It just... They left about 8 o'clock. And apparently my life saga continued until 1.30 in the morning. We do have to, we do have to mention, people, I want you to get this picture on this. Mark being pretty well shit-faced, I mean, to where he think Al Snow could wrestle a five-star match. Um, he's going to mow the lawn last night. Yep. Thankfully, it started raining, and there was no no way he was going to mow the lawn. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, That's where we were. 
Let's, uh, and my wife came downstairs chipper this morning, like, oh, that's because she could dog you out, and I'd laugh like hell and say, you're a dumbass. And that's the only reason, like, normally she's sleeping during podcasts or at work during podcasts, but when Mark decides to do something fucking retarded the night before, she beats me downstairs to tell you the story so you can throw me under the bus, but this is not a story that can be publicized. Yes, sir. This is a long... This makes Chris LaRusso getting drunk on the live shows and passing out. (laughs) This makes that look like he was drinking White Claw and got drunk after one. Right. This shit makes Jack Pollock look like the Pope. Yeah. And I'm not talking about De Niro either. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been been one of those evenings. Yeah. I had a quiet evening at home watching wrestling, older wrestling. Um, had some pizza. Well, let's talk about pizza. Yeah, let's talk about pizza. <laughs> I have this. So it's not always me getting thrown under the bus. Did you drink last night, though? No, I did not drink last night. Um, Was not feeling the drinking, but was feeling the pizza thing. So I'm, I'm cooking four pizzas for me and my son. Okay, four pizzas. We're talking the little, you know. The little Tony's ones. The little Tony's $1.75 pizzas are my favorite kind of pizza. Um. Because the true Padalano pizza is not in Ridgeway anymore. Um, so I'm cooking these pizzas, and I don't pay attention because I'm swearing at something on the internet. And uh, I burn them a little bit. Well, that irritates me because I don't like burnt pizza. Even when I'm drunk, I won't eat burnt pizza. Right. So I go to get these pizzas out, and I'm thinking they've it's cooled down a bit or whatever. And I grab a hold of the pan, lifting the pan right up one good fell swoop. Well, it wasn't quite cooled off. So I fucking jump. The pizza goes in the fucking air all over the place. Pan falls, bounces off the stove. The pizza's on the floor. The dogs are coming out, and they're looking at me like, well, you're a dumb son of a bitch, for one. Thank you. And two, that fucking pizza's ours. So at least I didn't have to clean up the pizza. They took care of that. So yeah, I burnt my hand um, to the point where before I could turn around to the sink to get cold water running on it, the blister was already popping up. Nice. And I and most people would be like, "Fuck that! I'm not doing not eat a, eat a eat a cold sandwich or something like that." No, it pissed me off enough. I got. Four more fucking pizzas out of the freezer <laughs> and put them in. And I sat there watching them. People say that a, uh, 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 what's the thing about a, a watched pot won't boil? Well, I'm telling you, a watched pizza will not fucking cook in the time that they say it will. Oh, at this temperature, it's going to take 10 to 12 minutes. It was 25 fucking minutes before this pizza was done. So there's my, and I ate the pizza, I ate it all, it was really great, um, except for when it hit the burn spot in my hand. So yeah, that was my evening, I didn't, I didn't call people names, I didn't... 
except drink, yourself. I didn't drink three quarters of a bottle of no, or ninety five percent of a bottle. Um, no family disputes. I kept my mouth. Sh- well, that's not that's entirely true. That's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah, we yeah. know how that. You never keep your mouth shut. No. So uh, we want to talk about a little wrestling. I don't know if we really do. Well, well we've got I, some things we need. We do. We, we need to talk about. We do need um, to talk some wrestling. Um, let's just start with Vaseline last week. Since it was- let's first and foremost, I think it's probably most important thing. Um, well wishes out to uh, Road Dog uh, Jesse James Armstrong. Um, suffered. It was announced yesterday that he suffered a, a massive heart attack on Thursday. Um, there is no updates anywhere about this, um, which is kind of worrisome at this point. Uh, but what what an entertainer across the board um, in his own right. Uh, part of the Armstrong family, um, you know, the famed Armstrong family. I, I cannot imagine uh, they've lost the mother and father within the last two years. Uh, Brad died years ago at a way too young way of an age. Too young. Yeah. Um, you know, bet best wishes going out. We hope for uh speedy and full recovery. Um, we'll keep an eye on this for, you know, can crush your nation. Um, yeah. Just be, th- be thankful for you know what you have, guys. We've we've seen it happens the, in an eye blink. <clears throat> it really does. Um, so you know, thoughts and prayers out there for him. Uh, everybody, keep them, keep them there, and we'll keep you informed as much as we can. Okay. Uh, after the beginning, sad way to transition, but we're going to transition. Um, we'll start with fast lane. Uh, one of the two shows I watched, Chad's going to have the meat and potatoes of the show um, if I throw notes at him that I have two notes, Fastlane and AEW. Um, do we want to go over match by match or just want to do a summary? I mean, this can be a shorter we show. Can do, we can do. Uh, let's go over match by match. Just kind of At least for Fastlane. Yeah, because uh, I hate to say it, you're going to see a lot more of this shit. Coming up at WrestleMania, the same stuff you were seeing at Fastlane. Um, and I want to talk about WrestleMania, at what, what, what they have um, on the docket so far. Because two nights, it's going to be a lot announced. to fill. Yeah. Probably a stupid year to do two nights. Probably a stupid year. Yeah. Not right. Nothing good. Uh, pre-show is Riddle against Ali. Um Retribution's done? Thank the Lord. Um, Ollie's wrestling through an injury. Um, Which props to him. Because yeah. it's a shoulder injury. Right? Uh, yes. Um, I actually think it's a labrum injury. Um, which, for those who don't know, the labrum is basically what lays over everything in the shoulder and kind of holds everything in place. If that gets ripped, torn, Dr. screwed up. Piranha today. Um, just because I had it. I, I suffered the injury, uh, obviously, at much less of a sporting equivalent. It uh, is. It, it's actually one that happens a lot in baseball, that thus it uh, 
relies then on the Tommy John surgery and stuff like that. But if this was Matt, it was it was okay. Not a Riddle fan. No, nope. kind of seen this whole thing coming coming out of this. Uh, I am happy for Mia Yim out of this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, because she's I I watched her in Rise and Shimmer and you know those and I've always been a fan even when it was TNA and she was part of the what the hell the the candy oh uh, the yeah bitch bitch club I can't think of it. yeah so whatever the hell beautiful it, people no she wasn't part of the beautiful people she her, it was her I can't even remember who all was but, in it um. But yeah, they had their own kind of like psychotic beautiful people, essentially. Um, I, I've always liked her. She's been talented, but she's been stigmatized with this horrible role right now. Um, another one, and I'm glad, I hope this ends it and he comes back. The gentleman from NXT, Coach. he has the matches that he has and then he gets thrown into this shit. Just because he's a big guy and because WWE writers don't know what the fuck to do with talent. Yeah, his stuff a year and a half ago with Keith Lee was unbelievable. Yeah. They both come up and Keith Lee gets somewhat of a push and injured now and who knows what's going on with him in the long haul. It could be something that she, he's not coming back from. Um, and then Dibakoji gets, I'm butchering the name sixfold, um, gets thrown into this. And it's bad. Yeah. Uh, main show starts with the women's tag team match. This is one of the matches that I was looking forward to because we like all four of these. It was not good. No, this was choppy. It showed that these four could not work together um, and put on a, a, a decently crisp match. Um this was thankfully uh quick quick um Bel Air and Sasha that did slap not at win. the end though the slap at the end uh them not winning the titles thank goodness uh cuz it would have just been a title sitting there doing nothing um WWE has enough problems without doing that uh again furthering WrestleMania yeah that the legit and I hate to say that you know with Sasha and everything, but her slap on Bel Air was a real slap. Like yeah. it literally buckled Bel Air. I'm like, oh my god, that is the legitest thing in this whole match. Um, Shane was hurt training. We we said this last week that this match wasn't going to happen. How are they going to uh, buffoon themselves out of this match to push it to WrestleMania? And they did by saying that Shane. Hurt his knee, and then he gets Elias to get his ass kicked. Okay, yeah. next match. Next match. We won't even cover. Uh, the IC title match, it was extremely physical. I'm telling you, I like this Apollo Cruz. I do. Something has snapped in him that three weeks ago, prior to him being, you know, Nigerian, or, you know, whatever he is now, um, he was dry. His matches were even like, uh they gave him this little bit of a push, and he went from... Remember Kofi Kingston when he first came out? He had the Jamaican accent, and now he speaks better English than me most of the time. They did the opposite with uh, Apollo Crews. Now he's got 
I don't know how I, you pick up a Nigerian accent in three weeks. I just hate watched Coming to America one and two a couple of times. Um, I'm glad he's he needs to be a a badass, and this is what they're kind of doing with him. I I just not overly fan of the whole, you know, thrift store military uniform guys. Um, them stealing Kamala's spear for him, which to is have. getting bigger each week. Yeah, you notice if, that. If, I, I don't know if they're adding the bones of his victims onto the spear or whatever the hell, but yeah, uh, Big E still, still the champion. How long does he get this? Is we're gonna sidebar. How long does he keep this icy title? Does he, he loses make it, a legit it at title? He loses it at WrestleMania to Cruz. Yeah, I yeah. Our truth <laughs> lost the title during a. An Old Spice commercial, and then won it back during a commercial. What was the next match? Uh, Shinsuke versus Rollins. A match that I didn't... I, I don't... They're pushing Rollins against Cesaro. Shinsuke is kind of in the mix of this as well. This was... This was an uh, this was a, 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 a TV match. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it, it was, was a, a regular TV for the most part. Yeah, um, just using Shinsuke <clears throat> as the middle guy. What a waste! But at least in these last couple of matches, uh, this one kind of started off a little bit. This past week's match, he's kind of wrestling like he did a few years ago when he challenged AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Yeah, for the title. This is where it actually picked up for me. The next three matches, I was involved. I thought, holy hell, these are actually all of them. Because I'm going to probably get slack from the one, air quotes, match. Um, but Drew and Sheamus, match of the night for me. Match yeah. of the night. They, they should have saved this for WrestleMania. This was them two big guys just beating the shit out of each other again. Um, hey, shout out, you know. We always say they're listening to us on Can Crushers and stuff. They obvious Drew obviously seen our Can Crushers emblem with my face painted. He did because that's exactly how he had his face painted. That was the first thing I noticed. That was the first thing my six year old son noticed. He was like, "Dad, his face is painted like yours," and he's pointing up to a Can Crushers item that I have up on the wall beside the TV. And I was like, "Okay, that's pretty cool." I mean. Maybe we could sue him for a little bit why of money. Do, why do you to... pick you though? Well, because I'm the, paste, I'm the pasty white bald <laughs> guy, so maybe he felt a kinship to Seamus by going with me. I I don't know. And by the way, uh, I referenced last week that kendo sticks were going to be used, and they were. Kendo sticks were used. They were worn the fuck out on there. And very little stairs. They were used, but very little. So they listened to us there as well. Because we had a week full of stairs a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Across the board. Across the board. Um, legit for me, this is a match of the year candidate as of right now, being March. They, they This was my favorite match between these guys. They've had great matches, but I loved everything they did getting thrown out of... Um, the Thunderdome. They clearly have to rip the Thunderdome down. They have to move out of Tropicana Field or whatever the hell it's called now, where the, the Devil Rays or just the Rays play because, shit, baseball starts Thursday. So the Thunderdome is officially moving. I think they might get to play, uh, have Raw there. 
but they have to get out of there by Thursday. Yeah, I don't. I see them moving to where to moving total. I, Maybe where I the heat know. play because basketball is over. Whatever the air mark or air mac or whatever stadium. So, yeah, they have to get out of there because baseball season's here. Yeah, more on WWE and shit later too. We got to talk about the big shit going on with. Uh, them being on Peacock and the issues that are coming out of that, but that another sidebar. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be moving all around. Yeah. Um, Next matchup is match if you want to call it. Um, Randy and Alexa. You didn't like it, did you? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> um, you go ahead and start this one off. I'll. Uh, I. You know what it was. Come I knew. On. I, yeah, we knew what was going to happen at some form. Bray Wyatt was going to come back. I didn't know that he was going to come back as a fucking um, crispy critter. Yeah, a crispy critter, a burnt marshmallow. Um, what else did I hear this week? We knew something different was going to happen with Bray, right? But what could is it- this the way? What could they really? What could they really do with them if they bring them back? They got they. You got to have something or another. I'm not. I, I'm gonna get in trouble. So the, wait, this. let me say this real quick. <laughs> so the fiend was burnt to death. Does Bray ever make his reincarnation of the fun Firefly Funhouse party show or whatever the hell it's called? Does he come back ever as Bray with his Mister Rogers outfit on? He wasn't burnt. He I wasn't see- wrestling. Yeah, I mean, that's what they could do. Um, they could easily bring it back, ignoring everything else that goes along <laughs> with it. Um, I, I see it coming back at some point, at least, you know, until I know WrestleMania is coming up shortly. Uh, I could see them bringing it back, and who knows? Okay, um, go ahead. So Say this- your piece. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Alexa Bliss makes me feel like a dirty old man every fucking week. She is so fucking cute, so bubbly, and what a psycho psycho bitch she can pull off. This, although her work's a... <sighs> I don't want to say it not entertaining, it's not as serious... But her turn and doing this kind of weird shit makes me think of AEW and our favorite Britt Baker's turn from a good girl image to a raging bitch. Yeah. That's what I see. The The match itself, okay, I thought it was kind of funny when they did the clip with the fireball and everything in the ring. Um the fiend coming out, Orton standing there, blah blah blah. Um, this Alexa Bliss basically kind of mounting, yeah, Randy Orton. Um, that I knew was going to cause some shit. Uh, did realize it was going to come from Randy Orton's much larger and much more well endowed um, wife. Uh, so yeah, this match just kind of fit what it was Had supposed to do. to do. Bring the fiend back. Um, the the one problem I have with the fiend costume 
it makes total sense. He's he's still simmering. I'd like to see what the fuck kind of that was a hell of a fire. I was gonna say that's whatever they use to, you know, burn him with or whatever. If that's still smoking now, that's I I, I want to invest in that shit uh, some way or another. But the one problem I had with his costume is when you looked at his face, you seen that he is as pasty fucking white as Seamus is around the eyes. Yep. Here's everything burnt and he's fucking steaming and the costume fit the storyline and then you see his big fucking baggy white eyes behind it. L- just little details. Yeah, put put some dust on his face or, you know... I, 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 so I'm I, not saying blackface or anything like no, that back in the day. What did NFL players do? Right. Um... You know, as far as keeping the sun out of their eyes and stuff like that, the reflection, do something like that. That was, I mean, that's a minor thing, but I just with something like this, you're going to notice little things like that. Yeah, even in the dark. Um, Daniel gets Roman as the main event. I, I actually thought for a half a second, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man, we'll cover WWE here in a second across the board, but I'm like, they're going to put the title on and still make it a triple threat because Roman's going to want... I'm like, they're going to put it on Daniel going into WrestleMania, and that's the way that they're going to make it a triple threat because Edge is already guaranteed. Roman's going to get a rematch. Okay, that's a different spin. Didn't happen. Uh, And I was all right with the way it did happen. I hated the overall ending of the match. Um, I'm glad it just didn't go down to something, you know, simple like the Usos coming in and beating the fuck out of Brian and Roman getting the pin that way. Um, this was a good fucking match. It really uh, was. Roman always, he can step it up as much shit as we want to give him and everything. Um, it's really not deserving. He's being pushed. It's not, it's not him in itself. It's McMahon pushing him down our throats. Or has been for the years. And that's what's ruined him. As far as a worker, he can still get out there and go. I mean, he took a lot of punishment in this match. I remember his first Brock Lesnar match. He just he just fucking laughed at Lesnar. He got he got bloodied, but he just fucking laughed. And that pissed Lesnar off for real. And Lesnar got more physical and that added to their fucking right. match. Yeah. Um which makes great chemistry then. Yeah, this this match furthered. It broke out. Edge got involved eventually. Um, again, furthered the whole WrestleMania matches. That's what this pay per view surprisingly did. And it, is it every match was furthering something else, and it worked. And it worked. I, as a continued, we always say it's a throwaway pay-per-view, but it did its job. Out of six beers, I give this a four and a half because it did what it needed to do. If we're going to break down match by match, there's a lot of weaker matches on this. But for the long haul, this was not a bad pay-per-view. Yeah, this was, I mean, it was a watchable pay-per-view. Um, I'd, I'd say four out of six. Um, just because you deep down you knew, you knew that Certain things weren't going to happen. Now, let's say they put the title on Daniel Bryan. I wouldn't have given a shit what they did at WrestleMania. 
if they would have put the title on him at this thing, this would have been a five-star pay-per-view yeah. to me. Five-beer pay-per-view to me. Yeah. Um, and it was just predictable. You knew what was going to happen. So I'm going to throw it to you what you remember on Raw and SmackDown. Um, as I said, I, I just... It's not that I didn't have time. I don't think I just made time because I played a lot of video games this week. Uh, I, I only drank a lot last night. Uh, I don't know what I did overall that I only watched two shows this week. I, I don't know. I think, you went, I think Monday you went to bed really oh, early. Really we, early. Were, we were talking, and I think it was about 10 to 8. You were like, I'm whooped. I'm whooped for some reason. I'm, I'm going to bed. And I was like, oh, holy shit. But... Uh, there wasn't a lot. It again furthered things. There's Seth Rollins and Nakamura. Um, it, nothing was really. New Day is trying to cause dissension between AJ and Almas. Um, there just really wasn't anything. And Raw hasn't been anything for a while. Um, you know, you and John have been right, so I didn't miss anything. Oh, uh, the only development that came out was. Uh, Drew McIntyre came down and helped Sheamus after Sheamus's match with Bobby Lashley because they were all beating the shit out of Sheamus. Drew come down, kind of cleared way. He didn't like you know, you know, hug and grab Sheamus's ass or anything like that. Um, and then Drew's like, "I I want a match." The Hurt Business wanted a match. Um, ends up Drew. In a handicap match at the end, he wins, so it's one-on-one, him and Lashley at WrestleMania, none of the Hurt Business are allowed at ringside. That's the only thing that come. Yeah, that was the only thing come out. MVP might be there, but MVP hasn't really been... Doing anything. Doing anything and interfering. Right. <clears throat> uh, did you watch SmackDown? Uh, I did not watch SmackDown because, essentially, I went out with the boys from the Garbage Crew Friday um, night. A Decent amount of it. Probably only missed about 15, 20 minutes of it. Again, just developing any storylines. Bianca got to slap Sasha back. Uh, Do you think that was a receipt? That was a receipt. And both of them looked freaking good. I wouldn't be surprised if there's... Yeah, that was was a potato. That was a a receipt. Um, Daniel Bryan is officially in the match at WrestleMania. Uh, three-way between him and Roman and Edge. Edge is fucking snapped and just beating the shit out of Brian with a chair. That, that was about it. Oh, he beat the fuck out of uh, Uso with a chair. Probably lit him up about 18 times with chair shots. So, as we're on WWE, before we take a break and tell you about Call Our Elbow and everything, let's talk about we're three weeks away WrestleMania? Yeah. As I'm looking at the calendar, roughly. Um, we have eight matches thus far, and we're not going to break them down. You can find them on the internet. Um, there's, that's enough to fill usually one night. Okay, so we have to come up with eight to ten more matches, because we have two nights of WrestleMania. We, you know, talked about this a little bit earlier. We have nobody that's a big draw. Is Edge the big draw for WrestleMania? Oh, what and I hate to say it like that, but he's now back. They had the who was the who's the main event for the first night? Drew and Bobby, I would imagine. The main main event is going to be Sunday night of the Triple Threat. 
yeah, those are those two matches are split. The women's matches are split. Um, I'm not sure if in those four matches or the eight matches total, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going at it. Um, so that's a, as I say, filler match. That's, it, that's probably going to be a great match, though. Cesaro and Seth. Rollins. Um, you Cesaro have have and Rollins titles on there at some point. They they are announced for night two, I believe. Both are going to be. Oh one? no! I was thinking of AJ and Almas versus the New Day. Okay, so the other ones have to be uh, the Dirty Dogs defending against who from SmackDown? Probably Gable and. Otis? My my fear with them not having a lot of matches is they're going to start making these stupid matches, less than filler matches, and there's going to be more stupid shit. Oh, more, yeah. more advertisements. Um, oh, good Lord. Are they going to throw the... Uh, Old Spice uh, commercial in again? Nah, hopefully not. The... Uh, Hall of Fame. Are they doing that the night before? Or are they going to do it at WrestleMania? That's going to be the night before. The <sighs> WrestleMania week isn't there's Raw on Monday. Isn't NXT two nights? The Takeover is two nights. I haven't. I think that Raw, much. Raw is on WrestleMania. I mean Raw's on Monday. Tuesday, I think, is the induction ceremony of last year and this year and Batista's virtual. Now, yeah, is now not in the Hall well, of Fame. Let's talk about the fucking Hall of we Fame will. shit. We will. I'm just run through the schedule. I think Wednesday and Thursday is TakeOver and then Friday SmackDown and then Saturday and Sunday is WrestleMania. So WWE's got a full card of stuff. A work week of wrestling. Too much. It is too much. Uh, it's going to be watered down across the board. Takeover doesn't need to be two nights. I think that that only hurts NXT. Main events, uh, I mean, Mania is already hurt. With the eight matches they have right now, it's not a stellar WrestleMania. You're going to add Skinner against the Outback Jack, and nobody wants to see that. Or, you know, Coco Beware against the Brooklyn Brawler. Nobody wants to see those. Nobody. That's what we're going to get. I mean, they're, they're to the point where they're going to bring in and have Al Snow wrestling on both nights. Right. Against Head and then Chad Miller the other night. Yeah. Nobody wants to see either one of those. But, yes, let's talk about the inductions this year. Uh, we get Bischoff announced. Okay. Eh. Whatever. Uh, the very first one... Uh, Molly Holly. Okay. I'm, not, I'm all right with that. Kane, we knew it was coming at some point. I thought he'd be the same night The Undertaker would go in, essentially, so they could both give each other speeches, maybe together. Um, RVD, I've never been a huge fan. Not even ECW RVD. RVD had Vince in the WWE... By the balls in a good way when he had both world titles and then a little bit too much of that funny green stuff came into play and he, you know, 
in a matter of a week, I think he lost one of the titles to one of the Hardys and can't think on, uh, did he drop the other one to John Cena? I think uh, so. Something like that. Um, RVD. He lost he, it when he went to this last run in Impact or whatever, when he was doing the porn star type of stuff. Yeah. The re- it was, it was even stupider. Yeah. That's him going into the <clears throat> hall of fame. I think still it's, it, it's a, it's a good move. I mean, it, it's RVD. He's he's a good athlete. He had, he had a you know really stellar career for the most part. What about the next one now? You're excited about the next one. Excited, Chad. Come on, get it out. No, you can say it, and then I'll go off. The Great Khali. What the fuck? <laughs> what in the serious finger flying fuck? The great call. What has he done? He had a Punjabi match. In his prime, he couldn't move. He couldn't fucking move. Nothing against the dude. And I, you know, not. I, it's not a racial thing or anything that anybody. No. This is not somebody. And I'm the, I'll, I'll make a case for somebody that's not in that absolutely positively should be in, but because he didn't kiss Vince McMahon Jr.'s ass, he's not. The Russian bear Ivan Koloff is not in the Hall of Fame. Why? Your father had your most successful champion pick Ivan Koloff to lose the fucking title to. Multiple time tag team champion. You have the guys that kept WWE afloat that Ivan Koloff worked with or yep. trained. Yep. All the champion. And because he left WWE and went and had such a, such a stellar career in the NWA and those areas, you don't have him in. But you're putting a guy that you made a fucking Punjabi prison match that you couldn't see the fucking wrestlers in this cluster. I thought the Tower of fucking Doom with Kevin Sullivan and the mummy and the popsicle and whatever the fuck else was bad. You couldn't even you could at least see the fucking competitors. Right. The Punjabi prison, you couldn't fucking see anybody. No. But you're putting him in. Yep. This is why this WWE Hall of Fame is means absolutely shit. It goes beyond the, we we have X amount of people we're going to put in. Okay, we got to have, and again, this is well documented across. You got to have a minority. You got to have somebody that's dead. You got to have a female. You got to have, you got to cover... The nineties, the you know <laughs> that type of stuff, and you put this guy in, and listening to a podcast last night, the person brought up, and I never knew this, the biggest reason that Kali is getting in is because the YouTube, um, what do you call it? influencers? out of fucking India have made 
such a big a big stink and a big push that McMahon wants to go for that little niche of fans and try to get them by putting Collie in. Because and that's so that's like this goes beyond the deathmatch bar wrestlers, you know, shit, you know, the very few that like that kind of s- stuff. You are literally f- a fucking YouTube influencer yep. is getting a guy in to the Hall of Fame. But how many years was it before Bruno came in? How many years Demolition's not in? They're never going to be in. They're never going to be in. Oh, wait, that's right. That was an NWA guy or two NWA guys. Um, yeah, I, I don't fucking get it. Neither does Vince. He's picking people randomly anymore. All right. Uh, WWE wrapped up. Chad, let's tell him about Collar and Elbow, where you can get hats, hoodies, tees, masks, vests, eye patches, sweats, stickers, and maybe Alfredo's jockstrap. We're we're trying to push for head. We are pushing for we head. We want head we need on heads. We on need Collar heads. and Elbow. Um, what's our... Uh, Discount code. Can Crushers. All one word. Capital C and can. Capital C and Crushers. Chad, how much you save? 10%. It's pretty much shipping, as the English professor says. All right, when we come back, I have some words on AEW. Chad will tell us about NXT, and then uh, we'll see where else this shit show is going to take us, because we talked a lot about marketing drunk last night. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Hey everyone, you're listening to Can Crusher's podcast with big time Bill Collier. Give it a try, give it a listen, you won't be sorry. And welcome back to Can Crusher's uh, show about wrestling that Mark knows nothing about wrestling this week. I'm in studio with the glorious guru, Chad, and sitting with his family today. If you just joined us in the middle of the podcast for some apparent reason, uh, the English professor is hanging out with uh, Dom Bomb. You gotta take care of family, like we said. You gotta visit family. Uh, AEW, NWA, and NXT, this segment... How much NWA did you watch? Because I read about some of it. My wanted, goal was to watch all of it. Wanted to get the pay-per-view, but there was an issue with my bank um, purchasing it that night. And then Mark, through work and stuff and everything, wasn't going to get it. Um, heard that it was good. Uh, reviews of it. Mixed. Peep mixed. Um, people are glad, but... It's kind of like a new wrestling show 
you have two or three people that you really know, you recognize that name, but you just can't get into it a ton. I um, you it. just couldn't really... Uh, the one thing that I did see the clip and brought tears to my eyes was um, at the end, after the Aldis-Aaron Stevens match, uh, the shout-out, the part for... Uh, Josephus, uh, the question mark who passed away a short time ago, um, you could legitimately see the 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 Tears. emotions yeah. and that from the wrestlers, uh, especially Nick Aldis um, and Aaron Stevens. Um, I'm looking forward to see what NWA them coming back. Um, Rehashing, uh, nothing. I I was excited about Chris Masters, Chris Adonis coming back. Um, he might have something left in his tank. I don't know. He he wasn't huge in the WWEF at that time, but he got a little bit of a push. What's he have? Uh, I'm gonna. My plan is to. It's four ninety nine a month to get power on fight. I guess. So my plan is Tuesday night to watch it for sure. And maybe go back and watch last week's to catch on. Um, I heard Brodus Clay, Tyrus, whatever, uh, was rough. Essentially. Yeah. Um, well, those the big guys like that and the mobility issues and things like that and not being active. Again, I just want, I want to see them. Okay, we're going to bring these guys back, see what they can do. I'm excited for it because I think NWA out of any televised uh, wrestling show, all oh, this pandemic screwed them hard, hard. They were, you know, we were fixing for the Marty Skrull, Nick, all this rematch where, you know, F Skrull was going to, if he didn't fucking win, he was going to pay the fans in attendance their fucking money back. Um, and everything, and it just, this, this, they got the biggest kick to the nuts in the wrestling industry. Camille, uh, the new number one contender, the NWA women's title, so. With a surprising win over Thunder Rosa, to me, that was the biggest shock of the entire night when I saw that, and I was like. But does that, that plays into your conspiracy, your theory, or whatever, that Deeb, Rosa both on AEW a lot. Does Camille make her way over to AEW? That's where that title's been defended for the last year. Why not? Um, piggyback off. Have your, you know, Billy Corrigan has a lot of money. Let him have his little thing on the side and stuff like that. Bring the talent in. This, I, this can't hurt anybody. No, I agree. This talent exchange. Um, that's all all there is uh with that. Yeah, we'll see what NWA does. We'll we'll cover it more next week when I actually watch both of them. Uh NXT, I'll let you run through that real quick. Um I know the big thing was Cole and O'Reilly they're signing, right? Yes. You want to see how to have a contract signing. You want to see how to talk and not over, you know, fucking sell things. 
two believable guys, if I didn't know what I know about wrestling, I'm not going to use the word, but if I didn't know what everybody knows about wrestling, and you see this, you would seriously think, these guys are going to fucking kill each other when this match happens. I will go on record. I, I There's no reason that this should not be match of the year over anything that we've seen so far or anything that they could possibly do the rest of the year. This match should be, this should go above Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. This should go above Finn Balor and Adam Cole. Um, this should be match of the year. Let these guys, I don't care who has the world title or the NXT title at this point. Yeah. Let these guys tear it down. Let them tear it down. We know Adam Cole's headed towards another NXT title match at some point, uh, relatively soon. Let these guys tear it down. I, I agree. Uh, AEW. Did you watch a lot of this? Yes. I did too. Uh, all of it, in fact. Um, you're going to hate me. I like the Omega and Seidel match. I like the Seidel match. Um, <laughs> I still can't get you to say it. That mother f- fucking curly haired guy. The wrestler type from the movie, the wrestler looking dude. I've just seen s- so much. I. I, th- I just think he's he's supported. Um, everybody makes him look better than he fucking is. I, I and like I just I just don't I don't like anything that the guy brings to the table until he's getting his ass kicked. When he gets his ass kicked, you're gonna see a happy fat fucker up on 400 Rock Street celebrating, celebrating. I like the commentary in this match. Everything Don Callis said, all three of the AEW announcers did not care. They made a point to say, shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't care. Shut up. That little shtick, I was cracking up. Yeah, they the insults back and forth. Tony Schiavone, I don't know if there's some real fucking heat, heat? there. Right. Because he, I've never seen this side of Schiavone. He's asshole. You're nothing but a little bitch. Blah, blah, blah. JR calls him an ass, calls Callus an asshole this week. Excalibur. You know, uh, Callus makes a comment to him about, oh yeah, you're not even wrestling anymore and you, you know, still wear your mask to, a, um, you know, to do your announcing and stuff like that. And Excalibur is like, well, if I had a face like fucking yours, I'd still wear a mask when I went to bed. I was like, what? Damn! That was great. I love that. Um, Hangman fought Cesaro Bonnet or whatever. This was a remake of uh, Tom Brandy. Uh, Salvatore Sincere. I'm like, why did they grab him from the 90s all of a sudden? I was like, who in the fuck is that guy? Why do I know those names? And then I was like, instantly Alrighty. thought about Salvatore Sincere, Tom Brandy, the. He's now the Patriot. Uh, he's bought that from Del Welks now. Uh, I'm like, oh, man. Thank God Hangman made this quick and easy. Yeah. Uh, the Archer promo to Sting. Um, 
I'm losing anything I had for Archer because I don't, they're making him not this murder hawk monster anymore. I said that making him any kind of good guy or anything like that was totally against what he should be used. He's a big guy. He should be beating a fuck. He should be a monster. Get ready for our praise and glory of Britt Baker of the week because her promo got Mick Foley pissed off. What a bitch. <laughs> oh my god. I was She comes out and I was like, okay, this ain't gonna be nice. And then, you know, she has that smile and she, oh my god, what a beautiful smile. But that aside, and then she just, oh thanks. Um, yeah, what you took 20 years to do, I did in one night. Right. No crack in character. No nothing. It was just like a matter of fact. It was like the fucking IRS taking money from you and not giving a shit is the way she delivered that fucking promo. But you know what was funny about it? I don't know if you noticed this. We obviously know it's the show. Right. What was Britt wearing around her waist? (laughs) A flannel. A fucking flannel shirt. The same flannel McFoley wears. What? It's not even like a green one. What a backhanded fucking way of paying tribute to somebody and something you would not fucking notice looking at anybody, almost anybody else. Britt's a beautiful woman. You can't help but look. I noticed that and I was like, that little bitch, right? That was my first thought. That was before she totally slammed him. What a. Yeah. Uh, Did you see Britt? Uh, went talk to the observer or PWI or whatever. Um, I posted it up on Facebook earlier this week. Again, I can't tell you what day, but she comes out and says, "Man, I can't wait to me and Adam work together in some company." But I'm never leaving AEW. She actually just says it, so it's pretty much saying, "Hey, when Adam's done with his contract, he's coming to AEW in 2024." Yeah, Essentially, that was- that's what she says. That was uh, pretty fucking good there. She, she don't care. No. She doesn't give a shit. And this is, you know, you, you can say, oh, this is a, not not killing kayfabe. You can say that this is, oh, the, uh, the, what is it, the inner language or, you know, the profession language and stuff like that. She just doesn't give a shit. No. And it's fucking working. It is. That, but that's not her. That's not even character. That's just her being. Uh, again, we know Britt, and Britt has opened about the wrestling business. If you are in her, this like inner circle, this is the kind of stuff that you know. I'll, I'll get criticized for. Um, this is the kind of stuff that I like. That gives you that little inner eye into the business. In a little backhanded shit, but this is gold. Where that f- fucking idiot and the two little midget brothers, the shit that they do, that ruins wrestling. That ruins a fan's approach to it and what you want to see. Britt doing shit like this, she could come out on interviews, do interviews, wrestle once a fucking month. And I'll look forward every week to seeing what kind of backhanded bitch 
knife in the back, twisting shit is she gonna fucking pull yeah. this week? Yeah, she doesn't even need to be in the ring anymore. Just here's the and, line. And no, we and we we, we, we gotta make it clear we want her in the ring, right? But this is one aspect of any wrestling show that you look for. What shit is she gonna pull? Yeah. this week. Here you go. Here's Mike right to go. Um, Christian talking shop uh, about the youngsters and helping this and that, and then Kazarian challenge. It's going to be good to see Christian back in the ring. You yeah. know, shake off some rust. Uh, somebody that he's familiar with. He's, you know, been around 20-some-plus years. Um, kind of like little digs that, you know, they kind of put in on each other without busting character. But, again, Kazarian might not. He, he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Not but at all. fucking he's awesome. He's, he's awesome. Uh, the Pinnacle, FTR, and Spears uh, fight. The Varsity Blondes and Martin, um, right thing happened. They, they beat the snot out of them. MJF, jeez, M- <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. MJF addresses uh, the inner circle. It wasn't too short. It wasn't too long. It was just enough. It was It was maybe getting, and then he just, boom, he dropped it. Perfect. Yeah, and he's giving them a present this week, he announced. Yeah. I'm excited. Hopefully, it's better fitting stuff than what he gave Sam and Guevara. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know if I really care what Team Taz is doing right now. You don't either. Absolutely nothing. There's nobody on there other than I Brian, love, I love Brian Cage. Cage hurting somebody that I care about right now. Get ready, because I've just done a 180. I like this QT Marshall thing all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like, okay, is he going to turn on his partner? He's just coming out after everybody gets their ass kicked. What's he doing? There's somebody in the back that's going to figure into this that they haven't announced, announced, put out, teased, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Cody's still in a sling, too. Wow. Cody. Poor Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Let's talk a little bit about, uh, there's been quite a bit of rumblings and bitching this week about Cody and Brandy and the stuff that they're doing. Okay, Cody's not, uh, how can I put this? Brandy being elevated to where she shouldn't be, (laughs) period, wrestling, that says enough, so she's done. Um, Cody not putting the title on or not having the world title and, you know, the younger talents, all great and everything. But have you noticed that anytime anybody comes in to AEW, the first one they're fucking attached to in one way, shape, or form is Cody. The only one that's come in that hasn't been is the big show. Sting, Shaq, Tyson, um, Snoop Dogg, everybody's with Cody. That's not a good fucking image. That's not, and wishing back to the 80s, that's not Dusty. No. That's not what Cody was taught. I, I think that's a bad, it's, that's a bad point. I, I, I agree. I think it's bad booking. I, you know, he's the booker. I, I, you don't want them all because, Every come everybody coming in is 
you're going to be part of the Nightmare family, apparently, next week, right? Oh, fucking everybody's in there. I think the only thing, I think the only faction that has more people than the Nightmare family is the fucking Dork Order. Yeah. And they're actually linked to them, too. Yeah. Uh, I didn't care about this match. The Lucha Bros and the Laredo Kid uh, against the Young Bucks and Cutler. Somehow, Brandon Cutler is still getting the biggest, biggest entrance in AEW that nobody doesn't care about. It was just too much for me. Way too much. Uh, JR called it a human demolition derby, and that's essentially what it was. Yep. Uh, it was it was a match. Um, broke the trend of the two little midget brothers being on the first match. They had been in a couple of weeks. First time in a long time. So we got to not start off with shit. We just got to get to the shit. And the Lucha Bros beat down Omega, essentially at the end. Um, Jade cuts a good promo. I like Jade's promo. Yeah, she can talk. Um, she's gotten a little bit sharper in the in the short time from her first one in that. Um, let's just work on in-ring. the 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 in ring a little bit. Kingston and Moxley talking to the Bullet Club or the Club or the Good Brothers or the, 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 the whoever the hell they're called this week. By the way, you like my new autograph picture? Yeah, fuck you. Um. Whatever it was, what it was. It was just pretty much a montage of them saying, but we talk about Moxley. Moxley's going to be on AEW Elevation tomorrow night. Is that what it's called? Elevation? Elevation, yes. And he's fighting somebody that we know. Do you know this? Justin Plummer? No. But he's bigger than Justin Plummer. It's a big time match. Chad Miller. Not not that big. (laughs) He's thick. He's big in girth, not size. Oh, Kali? Not no, not that great of a wrestler either. Oh, he, because okay. he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, Bill Collier. Getting, and all joke on all yeah, joking, joking Bill. Bill Collier, you're listening to this, or anybody that might report back to him. Fucking congratulations! Somebody in the fantasy league already booked this. Already booked this. Yeah. But again, uh, stealing our is, shit. This is our. This is a break in. You know, somebody who really deserves deserves it. it. Um, a good guy. You know, uh, recently not recently recently. It's been a few months. Um, you know, a parent. Uh, yeah. This is this is somebody that deserves it. Go back and listen to his podcast uh, spotlight that we had with him. Um, yeah, the Imagine Heavyweight Champion and the IWC Super Indie Champion, and he deserves. Personally, he deserves every title out there. He has put so much work into this business, and he's a humble human being. He yeah. really is. Um, so, congratulations. A quiet. That's pretty much relative. What means. Lo- well, well, I mean, r- soft spoken. I guess was oh word. yeah, kind of a soft spoken guy. Um, we're kind of mentioning IWC. What's uh throw it out for their big? We're all over the place, so don't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter right now. IWC. Uh, it's Brownsville little... driving April twenty fourth. It's called the Eliminator, it's... and two people are making another return with a contract in hand. Are they coming back for that? Did I miss you, something? You reported it. Oh no, I did report it. That yes, uh, we had we talked about it. That 
Wardlow and Britt returned last week, and they have taken essentially four now. Uh, it was Palace is going to Jacksonville, along with Spencer Slade and Cole Carter, all going to be part of AEW Dark at some point. Um, but Collier got thrown in there legit ahead of them yeah. and being part of their new show, Elevation. So IWC taking... Sending four people to AEW in a week. That Does it say a, something about IWC? Yeah. it. If it doesn't, then you don't understand English. Um, <laughs> or our English, at least. You know, I mean, outside of Justin Plummer and Jock Sampson, IWC is a good thing. The way Jenny runs the show and, you and know. And Lendo helping out. And, and Lendo helping out. Um in two to one media because we in two love to one, yeah. two to one media two uh, to one media, uh, IWC is what mid south uh, and the territories were to the NWA. Um, we talked about this. This the pandemic is going to hurt. You know these smaller federations. IWC backed off. Still had events to keep fans there. And now things are opening a little bit up. These guys are getting some recognition. And who else is gonna who else is gonna be going to whether you're wrestling on dark, dynamite, evolution, or elevation, uh these guys are getting the exposure. This is how it used to be. We we talked about uh, when John and I broke down the the last pay per view. We talked about all right, yeah, uh, Palace Slade Cole, and we brought up Collier, but that's four. Zoe Sky was on a show who has wrestled all over we, the world. You didn't even hit the tag team, right? The main event, the main event. They, why aren't, you know, they would fit in perfect with legit, and I'm not a big fan of one, but Private Party, or they could work with FTR. They are great. I mean, there's just, and we are being homers right now. And I know there's other companies out there like that, but guys, I'm telling you, uh, God damn it, Plumber, here's your cheap pop. If you want to watch a show that is produced major league, and I'm going to use that major league quotes, um, wrestlers across the board. It's the IWC network. You can watch it nine ninety nine a month. Go on, subscribe to it, and everything. But you're going to see Cesaro, CM Punk, AJ Styles, Christian was there. Al Snow was there. Al Snow was there. Um, Elias, Britt, Wardlow. Give me another. You know the monster. Adam, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. The Monster uh, Factory's also been huge too, but. IWC being, you want to say essentially a indie show again with my air quotes. They've pumped out major stars, and major stars have wanted to come through there. Yeah, and come in. You know whether it's from the Night of Champions. Uh, you know guys, Sting, Hurricane, Rikishi, um, Mysterio, Mysterio, the Hardys, Duggan. Uh, the Hardys, uh, you could go on and on with that guy. The bigger guys wanted to come through there. Um, 
Josh Alexander, which if Look you, at, if you don't know who he is from being on Impact or anything, he wants to be, you know, working for Impact, he wants to be on IWC shows because, I hate to say this, I he gets more eyes working on IWC show than I bet you he does on Impact. On Impact, yeah, and it, you don't get what he can do. Him against uh, Wardlow in the Super Indie Tournament? Yeah. Not this past year, year, year before. before. Um, holy Gresham. shit. Gre- Gresham. Yeah, we got to talk about Ring of Honor at some point, too. Um, Third segment. <laughs> IWC is just, the guys just want to be there. It's not a, it's not a hokey run thing, federation, organization, I should say. Like uh, the the barroom brawl and shit with the the dick guy or right um, Axel Rotten, you know, five million light tubes bullshit and stuff like that. Um, and we I, IWC is a developmental tor- territory for the two big for the bigger guys, and they're picking one uh, the of the top two. One has too much pride to look at IWC, and the other one's just basking in the glory. Basking in the fucking glory of it. You know, somebody else I'll bring up that wanted to come through who is, to me, one of the top five biggest stars in wrestling today and is dominating in Japan, and his exposure came from a short stint in IWC is Switchblade Jay White. Yep. Holy fuck. Fuck watch the New Japan and where he's gone now and how he's being featured. We bust Justin Plummer's ass uh, all the time. We truly mean it when we're busting his ass. Tackleberry. Tackleberry, yeah. Um, But besides Plummer, there was Chuck Roberts that did it, and then Norm Connors. Those three have really just kept the pride, reputation, and... Love for wrestling and love for pushing people to get better. Um, along with all the trainers of Hentai, Russo, DJ Z when he was there, Palace, Vegas. Uh, the list can go on and on. But um, if there's a place that you want to learn how to wrestle and you're just listening to this, you should probably check out a Kurt Angle. Yeah, go look there at, to look train. At what? Yeah, he he's like, hey, I want to train with these guys. Help me out. And he won a freaking gold medal with a broken neck. Yes. Did you know that? A few right. times. Um, back to AEW, now that uh, Plummer got his to do. Uh, Nyla Rose against Ty Conte. Surprise. I thought they were going to say, all right, here we go. Nyla's going to get another shot, this, that, and the other thing. They put Ty over. Good. I was shocked. To say the least, um, not an Isla Rose fan um, at all. I'll just leave it at that. Um, nothing political or anything like that. Just not, I, I, not a, a fan of the wrestling. Um, I was shocked to see this, but Ty and her best friend, who's out, um, Anna J. Anna J have really been had really been stepping it up or have been stepping it up and I think they deserve the the exposure 
and not that Nyla Rose, not that Nyla. Nyla Rose, this it it doesn't hurt. She is one of the ones doesn't need the title to justify you know her her existence. Um, get the other talent, the develop develop them. Get rid of Vicky Guerrero though, but. Uh, I agree. Uh, a couple promos that whatever, but main event was Darby against John Silver. The sad thing is Silver got hurt in this match. He is so not in stature, huge right now. Definitely not Austin Theory size in stature. Right. Um, shout out to the English professor there. His favorite uh, Andre the Giant lookalike wrestler. Right. Um, yeah, Silver has just stepped it up. Like you said, unfortunately, he got injured. It's an injury that's going to keep him out for a substantial amount of time. Uh, you need to keep him on air, though. I think they could. If you see the handshake at the end of the match, the still picture, he can't lift his arm. He can't lift his shoulder. You can see it bulged out on top. Uh at, Fucking shitty timing. And this still, going off of this, I, I still have this thought in my head that the lack of house shows, um, not more necessarily more experience, but the lack of getting out there and wrestling more, I think has been a significant contributor to injuries. I, um, I disagreed with you. Couple Six of months, months ago, ago, when we said that, but they're they're piling up, uh, and it, it's and it's not that these things don't happen. It's not that we didn't see these things before when they're wrestling two or three times a week, and are you know or more or stuff like that. But they're more common now with less wrestling than they were when there was Eight two, three, four times wrestling and this pandemic this shit needs to fucking end on all things but you know um on the wrestling side this is what i think is really hurting is these guys getting fucking injured like this and i think it there you just can't be as crisp no in anything you do if you haven't driven for 20 years and you get behind the wheel of a car. When was the last time you rode a bike? Three years ago. Could you jump on it right now and be stable? Could I stay on the bike without falling over? Yes. Would I look like a fucking silverback gorilla riding <laughs> a goddamn tricycle? Grape ape. Grape ape. I would look worse than that. That motherfucker has long enough arms. When I got on a bike a couple of years ago to use for hunting and scouting purposes, um, that's what you're calling it. It was it was bad. I got rid of the bike. I, but I still know knew the basic function. But had I been riding all throughout those years, it would have been nothing. Um, In your ass hurt, I bet you after that. Oh yes, ride. very much so. And I got a top of you know pretty top of the line fucking mountain bike at the time. Oh, I thought you were gonna say ass. Um, oh, I've always been a top of the line ass. Uh, oh, wait, that's not what you're talking about. Anyway, but these, I just, 
back to the seriousness of it. I think the lack of being able to wrestle um, multiple times, different people, not, you know, going to the arena hours early and warm, being able to warm up in ring and, you know, stuff like that. I think it's hurt the wrestlers across the board from um, Anna Jay's injury. Uh, Silver's now. Silver's now. Um, Keith Lee. Keith Keith Lee. Yeah, I mean, you could go so many of the freaking injuries. Uh, I just, you know, many, many reasons for the pandemic to end, but wanted to get back to where these guys are able to get out there and get get more tired, get more polished. I agree. With it. All right, we're going to get more polished. We're going to take a quick break. Chad's going to tell you watched the ROH pay-per-view, right? Yes. All right. I, of course, didn't even know it happened um, until Chad told me it happened. So we'll come back, talk about that. Any random news that we can uh, chat about, uh, we'll wrap up this fucking shit show in segment three. Hey, everybody, this is Gilbert, WWF's longest reigning light heavyweight champion. You're listening to Kane Crusher's podcast. The best guys there are out there. Welcome back, Kane Crusher Nation. It's I, the glorious guru. In studio with Mark the Mark, and we're having to pick up the slack for John, the English professor, this week. Is there usually much slack there to pick up? Well, quite a bit. I mean, he 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 dumped his longtime crush, uh, uh, Allison Kay. Uh, she's devastated. John just I I don't know. He he. We don't have anybody. He's I mean he says. He's, yeah, we don't have anybody eating, being served, crackling fucking popcorn, grinding coffee. Um, stand, we miss him a little bit. Standing up with his dong in the fucking screen. Um, and that's why we can never and you know, he's. I, w- I will say he, John is, he's below IRS soup. Yeah. And he's, he's just barely a step above Pat. And by the way, fuck Pat. Um, he's just right there. Wow. You haven't uh, blessed Pat in a while. Yeah. Uh, well, I kind of wanted to give him a break for a little bit, you know. But yeah, fuck Pat. <laughs> All right. That's two. That's good enough. He's going to actually want royalties pretty soon if, if we keep bringing his name up, which I could, I could be talking about any other Pat. He knows, though. No. He thinks he knows. Ooh, yeah. We'll con- we'll confuse the shit out of him, and if that doesn't work, we'll just get, you know, Vince McMahon's have lawyer. You, have you ever talked to him? In, in in essence, he likes wearing dresses and dancing at the car wash. Are we talking John or Pat? Uh, so ROH. <laughs> <laughs> you watched the ROH pay per view. You did tell me it was happening, and I said uh, I'm going to go have some beers with the guys. I I I Chad, thought I don't understand why I really took a week off. It was, this was just one of those ant weeks where nothing was really going on. Noteworthy. We knew that there wasn't going to be anything really going on. Uh, the ROH thing, I got to confess, I thought was going to be on Saturday night. And it was on, on Friday night. Um, I love... Next to New Japan, ROH is my favorite by far. Um they had some issues with uh, injuries um, that kind of affected uh, a little bit of the card. 
but still, holy fuck, what a, what a pay-per-view. Um, Jay Lethal challenged Roosh for the title. Decent match. Um, not pay-per-view worthy in my book, uh, but it was a decent match. It was a typical Roosh match. Um, had some guys come down afterwards uh, because... The Foundation, which is Lethal's guys and Brody King, are tired of the numbers game and the bullshit with Roosh and his guys. So we had some guys make their appearance in the match. Um, not really, really, really huge names. Homicide made oh, wow. his return to Ring of Honor. Did not recognize him. Looking really good. Uh, really healthy from before where he was kind of... Uh, I want to say a skin, you know, skin and bones more thing. And you remember that guy that was on, uh, oh, that wrestling pay-per-view where they were bringing different, all different federations in. They had a, a title tournament. I can't think what the hell it was. They had Aldis on there. Oh, UPW or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, the guy that was a loudmouth. Chris Masters, funny that bring him up. Um, he made his appearance. Holy fuck. Dude put a little bit more out there than we've seen in that tournament before. Uh, great on Mike skills, but they made their appearance. Um, Jonathan Gresham, again, the pure title, just continues to show. So he wrestled twice? Wise, he wrestled twice. No, they lost the tag titles oh, okay. a couple of weeks ago. Uh Unfortunately, I can't even remember who the hell won the tag titles. Uh, but again, the tag titles switched. It's like the second time in the last month, which sucks. Um, to me, the matches of the night, by far, top 10 matches of the year, uh, was EC3 and Jay Briscoe. Holy fuck. You want to talk about Sheamus and Drew McIntyre? This match without the weapons was as brutal, if not more brutal. EC3, I've never seen this side of him. He took some shit. He got the hell beat out of him. Um, but for those who like the brawling matches and stuff like that, this was a great fucking match. Um, then the other Briscoe match, my boy, shout out to uh, my brother in arms, Flip Gordon. For his win over Jay Briscoe, uh, Flip has gone off of all social media. I did know, and that. he is—he's a bastard. He is a bat. If you were going to have a mixed tag team of bitch and bastard, it would be Flip and Britt Baker. Nice. Um, no offense to what Adam Cole can do, but Flip has more of the asshole look to him when he turns it on. Uh, he got kicked out of the pure division for beating the fuck out of a referee and throwing too many punches. Um, I think they're pushing Flip towards the ROH title. And outside of Gresham in ROH, I can't see anybody that doesn't deserve it. Uh, Flip is so good. And guys, when I say Mark knows this, but to those say. out there, um, the connection with Flip is... He is former military. Also, when we went to the Crockett Cup two years ago, um, 
he noticed my shirt that I had on. It was a veteran's shirt, and he noticed it and brought, you know, the discussion started, and we talked. Um, what a great fucking guy. I, that's what I was going to say. Um, uh, he is a bastard on TV, but a huge, uh, a huge was not the word I'm looking for, um, a wonderful human being. Like, you want to talk about taking time talking with how many people were that signing? 150? Something like that. He took 20 minutes with 150 guys and just yeah, talked. Yeah, he, he talked was one of the first ones in there and uh, one of the, the last US. ones yeah. to leave. Um, you know, like I said, the the we talked military. He asked me where I'd been, blah, 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 what I'd done, everything. And it wasn't just somebody asking that stuff. It was somebody I got of... Hey, I know what you went through. I know where you were. I know this, that. And he made it a point, even Bandito, who was next to him, he made it a point that he knew. Right. Um, just, I'm sorry, Flip Gordon could damn near do no wrong wrong in my book. Um, besides pissing on your son. Besides pissing on my son, and even at that, I might allow that at some point uh, for some money or autographs or something. But, uh, <laughs> yes, that's how bad I am. But he, great man guy. Crush. Uh, man crush. Running running through ROH, going to get the world title, and can't see anybody more deserving. Than uh, what other news do you have? What, what do you, right, did you see anything across the old interweb this week? Not really. A lot going on. Uh, guys, got it. Got it. I push this every week. Subscribe to New Japan. Don't let the 999,999 yen price scare you. It's less than 10 bucks. Right. You, the G1 tournament kicked off or finished off. Uh, won't spoil the ending to it. Um, guys, you can't get any better fucking wrestling than this. You'll know some of the names. Watch it. Watch it. it has English commentary. Um, you know, for those of you who aren't unedu or who are uneducated, unlike me, who I know quite a bit of Japanese now, um, from watching the pay-per-views. Uh okay. <laughs> but it's a good it's just wrestling across the board. It's the best that's out there. Nihao, by the way. God bless you. No, that's hello. Oh. <laughs> so that's how much he knows. Um, yeah. Ah, way to expose me there, fucker. <laughs> hey, John was at WrestleMania 1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he dressed as a racist in Halloween one year, oh, too. <laughs> but, yeah, Ring of Honor guys, got to watch it. It's 10 bucks. It's worth it. Uh, no, some New Japan, but both of them. Um, Ring of Honor is over there. Sorry quite a bit often. Uh, but New Japan, got to watch it, guys. 10 bucks. Ring of Honor. Ten bucks a month. Also, you get all their pay per views free. Um, one that we gotta talk about. Well, I was just gonna say you want to bring up Peacock. Um, I haven't subscribed. I haven't subscribed to it yet. I've I've been lazy, but now I'm kind of glad that I haven't. I don't care about the two fifty a month for four months. Right. It, it, it's a few dollars. You're saving me. 20 30 bucks. You the uh, WWE network is officially done. Now, um so. but Peacock is editing going through the old content 
in editing out what they don't like, what they don't like, what could be offensive. And okay, I, I, you know, the Steve Austin finger things, you know, Austin 316 says, I just kicked your, is that necessarily what I'm talking about? I can do without that. It kind of added to it, to the stuff, but they're blood, chair shots, you know, blatant things. Uh, they're editing out. That's what I got. I wanted the network for anyway was to go back in and be able to watch the old shit. How long is it going to take for them, considering WWE is their priority, to get to the Crockett shit, to the Mid-South stuff? You know, the only known existence of the Crockett Cup 86 is on the fucking WWE network. How long is it going to get to that? Because that's not a fucking priority to them. Right. And then... What I've heard, I can't confirm, but I've seen too many people talk about it. You can't, what content is out there and stuff, you can't pause. Nope. And rewind yet. You know, we'd like to fast forward through the fucking stuff they're putting now, <laughs> but you can't do any. Why? Why can't I pause a fucking pay-per-view that I'm watching? At this point, I'm going to what some podcasters do. When something comes up that might be noteworthy, a card or something like that, maybe WrestleMania, I'll throw them 10 bucks, and that'll be it. I won't watch all this stuff, no. all the filler pay-per-views. If somebody big is coming back or somebody big is announced and it's something that interests me and stuff like that, I'm kind of on a, <laughs> I hate to say it, I'm kind of on a pay-per-view basis with them of paying them 10 bucks And then dropping it. And then fucking dropping it. Yeah. And I, I hate to say that, but what the fuck was... Vince thinking doing this, he had to have known. It's the it's the upfront money is what it we we've said that now for weeks that he's got this guaranteed money and he he really doesn't care. But you're gonna look how many subscribers are gonna go to this? I love process. Peacock right now for the not for the what they have. Not not that stuff aside right. might make it worth it to me. But my for the WWE is, part for of the it. WWE part of it, it isn't. It no. isn't worth it to me. No, if you're just buying it for the WWE part, you're going to be sadly huge change from seven years ago, eight years ago when it first came out. And here, do whatever you want with our content. Watch it, love it, this, that, and the other thing. Now it's like it's we'll give you what we want. Six to give months back. ago, six months ago, couple months ago, you can go in, you can watch, you know, um, old mid south stuff. You can see, holy fuck, they wouldn't get away with that shit, you know, in today's culture and stuff like that, you know, moments and stuff. You're not going to get to see that. If I can't see that kind of stuff, if I can't see the old stuff, the, you know, the Bobby Heenan's going to be edited. Uh, Jesse Ventura is going to be edited. How long before it's on tape delay? It's not going to be, I, essentially it can be now. There's always that five well, there's second the buffer. buffer in case something happens, you know, the five second. Right. But, they can make that longer, and we wouldn't know. Yeah, when are they going to start editing? Not not that I give a flying fuck, because the current content... Can be edited. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. 
overall, when are they going to start editing the current shit live? Yeah, you know something something odd happens. Like I remember a couple years ago when uh, Nia Jax uh, potatoed Becky Lynch and fucking bloodied her. That was an oh shit moment. That helped Becky Lynch. Fuck you. She still wrestled and was up and like fucking throwing the snot and blood off and everything. Right. Onto the crowd. <laughs> um, something, uh, what was it, two years ago when Beth Phoenix was in the Women's Royal Rumble and got shot too far backwards and smacked her head off of the ring post and was bleeding. Little things like that. Not necessarily the blood, but things happening that aren't planned. That aren't planned that you. Holy shit. You know, that kind of keep our 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 faith from totally dropping, you know, out to, holy shit, you know, things are going to happen. We're going to get, are, are we going to get a, a Sesame, Street, Sesame Street version of fucking wrestling? It's we, bad enough that it is the way it is now. Right. But now we're going to get a watered down version get, of this? We're PG right now. Are we going to get, <clears throat> are we going to go to G? Or Y for youth or whatever. I mean, I don't know if it's PG or what whatever. It, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, any, anything I else. got nothing else. Um, we got the fuck pats in. Yep. Jock Sampson, you're a fat bastard. And like I said, buddy... On the IWC network, I said this about you. I said, you have the best face there is in IWC for radio. You do not have a face for television. So, therefore, we don't want you on any channel. None. All right. Well, let's um, oh. we do have, there is one thing we do have to say. Um, Going back down to the serious, uh, serious part after we've had kind of a, a fun shit show here, um, our thoughts, prayers, uh, condolences, anything we can do, go out to Nick Lendl and his family. Um, his mother passed away unexpectedly this week, um, and. As a type of family that they are, uh, this has crushed everybody from Nick and the kids, uh, you know, to his father. Um, Nick is a great guy. Uh, yeah. Reg you know. We bust his ass don't, all the time, we, too. We bust him on him. You know, the talent that he displayed, uh, where he's gone in the business where he's going to go into business, but it all takes a backseat. Um, when, uh, when you experience loss like this, uh, if there's anything reach out, we'll reach, reach out. Don't care what it is. Don't, you know, uh, time of night, anything like that. Uh, but speak, I think I can say, uh, on behalf of, all of us here at Can Crushers, uh, especially Mark and I, who um, lost our mothers, um, yeah. we understand yeah. what we understand what you're going through. Um, our heart goes out to you, and uh, a brother, if we we were there, we'd probably 
I'd give, give you a big, a big hug, hug and you, shed and shed a lot of tears. Um, but you're with us. Your mom um, is with us in our thoughts and prayers, and uh, we just can't say it enough. Uh, we're so sorry, Nick. Yeah, I love you, buddy. You you reached out to me um, when my mom passed a couple years ago, so I'm there. Um, I reached out already, and you know where I am. But yeah, guys. Um, Keep uh, the Lendl family in your thoughts and prayers this week. And remember, Chad, just because you're trash, it doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. Yeah.